0: To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss.
1: The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. And the late night alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio.
2: On while she's messing around with it. Come on, let's hear it. There we go. la bamba. I'm not
3: joining in with that.
2: You ruined this show. <laughs> <was the> <laughs> Halfway through that statement, I thought, wow, that's a damning, a damning oh, statement. Thinking, and that- I thought, do I do I walk it back?
3: No, he takes it to completion.
2: Yeah, I finished it off, which is unusual for me these days. But I did. I thought, no... I'm going to say it, and I'm going to stand by these words. Oh, 03444991000. Four, it's the late-night alternative. We are back after another enforced night off where we don't get paid if we don't work. And then James Wells said, well, you should invoice them anyway. James, you know exactly how the system works, you absolute old melt. Oh, 03444991000. Four, I'm Ian Lee. Who are you?
3: Catherine Boyle. And we've probably
2: lost all of our regular listeners And we've got a load of knuckle draggers listening. So let me tell you now, okay? If you want to phone him and stick your tongue at the backside of Tommy Robinson or Nigel Farage or Boris Johnson, or you think we are in any way interested in your opinion on Brexit, think again, we ain't. Got it? Good. Uh, bearing that in mind, anybody can call in about anything they want except hashtag we don't do Brexit. 344 499 1000 344 499 1000. You can phone in and talk about absolutely anything you want. But we ain't doing Brexit. We don't do Brexit. 21 hours a day on this godforsaken radio station. Is that not enough? Can't we please make 10 till 1 at night a Brexit-free zone where we just talk about beating up the Beatles? Although that turned out to be quite prescient over the weekend. My question about if you had to kill a member of the Beatles, who would it be? A lot of people wanted to kill um, Mr. Starkey, Richard Starkey, all because he's got a different opinion to them. It's not as if he said, you know, uh, I want to shoot all blacks and gays. It's not as if he said that. He just said, you know, I, I'm to Brexit. I think it's a good idea. That's it. And the abuse the man got. He's, ne- he's nearly 80. He came from a working class background. He's now a multimillionaire and he lives in Monaco. Of course he voted for Brexit. Why is that a surprise? Also, that video's two years old. But why is that a surprise? Of course he did. Oh, I always thought... The abuse. Here's the thing, right? We are, we're not talking about Brexit. We're talking about the, 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 the ripples that it causes. So I, I, we posted a video from here last week of me. Um, that, um, I don't remember what I was saying. I was saying Boris Johnson was an idiot, right? And so the abuse I got from people accusing me of being a Ramona, but people who had voted to leave the European Union, was staggering. The C word. You're a nonce. You're a pedo. Look at your tash. No wonder your wife left you. Go back, to start, go back and take some cocaine. All that kind of stuff, right? I thought, gosh! That's really, really rude and unpleasant. These people that voted, some of these people that voted Leave are really, really unpleasant. Now, one of the good things about the abuse that Ringo Starr was getting, and it was very similar, a lot of C words, a lot of C words, um, the good thing to come from that was it balanced the scales for me. It balanced the scales and I was able to go, Ah, people that voted to remain. Some of the people, sorry, I'm trying to be really specific. Some of the people that voted remain are also rude, potty-mouthed idiots as well. So it it, it did me actually the world of good to see firsthand that there are people on both sides who are a-holes. So we are having a B, you cannot say the B word. If, if you want to phone up, I mean, if we get someone like Jane or someone like that phoning up like we had last week, uh, then then who knows? But I, please, 21 hours a day, is that not enough for you? Is that not enough? 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Good evening, Steve.
3: Hello, Steve.
2: Hello, Steve, can you hear me? Can you hear, hear me? me? Can you, you hear me, Hello, Hello, Steve. Hello, how are you doing? Um, uh, losing patience. Why's that? Because we just waited 45 seconds for you to answer us. Really? Yes. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, sorry about that. Anyway, here I am. Well, he, you that. are to save the day. Steve, what have you got for us? It's the first call well, of the week for us, so I bet it's going to be a humdinger. You betcha. Um, I spoke to
1: you last week about which one of the Beatles I would have to take on in a fight. I chose George Harrison, and um, you told me about his yeah. escapade for the burglar and everything, yes. so I've had, a, I've had a bit of a think about it. <laughs> yeah, go
2: on. So you're, okay, so you're, back to, you're bottling out of fighting George Harrison. Who's it going to yeah. be? It's going to be Paul
1: McCartney. Tell me and why. My, my, my reason behind it is because is he's not really Paul McCartney. He is Billy uh, Shears
2: and uh, therefore he's not a genuine beast. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You, you're suggesting the man that replaced Paul McCartney when he died in that car crash, and I think it was 1966, right? Yeah, well, it was. I there. can't remember, his, isn't he supposed to be a Scottish gentleman called Andrew somebody? I can't quite remember his name. But you're telling me you would take on fake Paul McCartney, Paul yes, as we I call would. him. Right, OK. How do you yeah. know he wasn't involved in the murder of Paul McCartney?
1: Well, that's not a theory I'm aware of. Well, I was aware of the uh, road crash theory.
2: Just, Well, just imagine for a second, if you will, the Beatles. 1966, they are at the peak of their career, both in terms of popularity and in terms of creativity. There is a Scottish actor called Andrew Somebody who people keep going, ''Hey, it's Paul McCartney.'' I'm from Scotland. No, I'm not, Paul McCartney. My name's Andrew. They go, well, you don't look like him. No, my name's not Paul. He hatches a plan in his little little Scottish hovel and he decides to murder Paul McCartney. This guy has the cunning, the wherewithal and the balls to get closer to the the most famous man on the planet and cut his brakes. He's a cold-blooded killer and you want to take him out? Well, wow, now you put it like that. Steve will speak to you later in the week when you've had a chance to consider the other two Beatles. He's not got the answer right yet, Catherine. And I won't rest until he does.
3: I get the feeling he's going to go away, have another little think.
2: Another little think And about we'll hear it. back from him. 0344 is the telephone number. Um, thank you for all the nice words for us not being in yesterday. We don't get paid. It's cool. I, it's the nature of the job. I get it. I get it. They wanted to do a grown-up show. It was quite a... Uh, I, I don't... I get why they felt they had to do a grown-up show. As I said to my boss last week, I get... I understand why you feel you have to do this. Um... But, but you don't actually have to do this. You you make, make the bold move of of having an alternative. But that's the way it goes and that's cool and I get it and I've got no hard feelings, you know, and we're in tonight and by God, we really should have done some prep for tonight's show. But instead, we were watching this very weird programme that was not the programme it told us it was going to be because yeah. we're, we're bored of... Uh, Kath and I like Willys and Fannies on television, right? We do. We just do.
3: I mean, we find it absolutely appalling that anyone would make those shows, mm. but we just have to check just how appalling they are.
2: We have completed Naked and Afraid. Yeah. We're very close to completing Naked Attraction. Yeah, we're at boss level. Yeah. It? Um, but then we saw a new show and Kath went, oh my God, this looks awful. And I said, oh, it looks terrible. Let's watch it just to see how bad it is. <laughs> what was
3: it called? Sex tape. And what's the premise? The premise is, well, they tantalise you with the idea it's just a load of couples who film themselves and then they go through the tapes with an expert and work out where they're going wrong.
2: Expert. Hang on. Here we go. Hang on, hang on. It's expert, more like. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Away you go.
3: Except it's not quite that, is it? No, no. No. It's a load of couples who are obviously not into each other anymore. Um, filming each other around the house, being awful to each other, and then you get probably about forty seconds of duvet's moving yeah. if that
2: yeah and i'm
3: I'm and every single one I'm going, yeah, dump him, yeah, I'm
2: You've betting they didn't sell it to the people appearing on it as but oh, we've got this show called sex tape, and we're gonna film you having sex, but that's exactly how it's sold as a viewer, very disappointing, and everyone on there is an idiot, right. <laughs> Apart from that, the Scottish lady, she was nice, but so far the her partner and the other two we've seen don't like. No, I no. knew they'd keep the lesbians till last as well.
3: Of course they have. They've got two a very pretty lesbian couple who started out all hot and heavy, and they uh, and their relationship has gone cold. But yeah, they're waiting for the last uh, the last one for that. But yeah, you know, watching people in their mid twenties having relationship problems, where he is, I mean, one guy, the first one. He was she she was ready to go out. He said, I'm gonna take you out on the town tonight. She's really looking forward to it. She's still sitting there at half eleven. Then she goes to bed. Then he rocks up. That's Sorry, mate, when you're in your mid-20s, so off, out. No, well, she's in her twenties,
2: he's in his thirties.
3: Alright, well, she needs to fire him off. Yeah, he's wasting oh, her time. Exactly.
2: By the way, if, if anybody wants relationship advice, it turns out just from the 40 minutes we watched that programme, me and Kath are excellent. We're brilliant. We are excellent. Mm. Let's see if Sam wants any uh, that- advice. Sam, can we help you with anything? Hello, Tom. Uh, hello, Ian. Sorry. Could you come off speakerphone? I know you want your mates to hear this hilarious call, but it'd be great if the listeners could hear it more. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Ian. Hello. Hello. How are we? What have you got for us? Uh, I've just got a question. Here we go. No. Okay. You haven't got much time, Sam. So use it wisely. All right.
4: Mate, explain it to me Rest it. I'm just a cool story. I don't really, I don't really explain. It. I don't really know about it. What's gonna happen?
2: I tell you what's gonna happen, Sam, is yeah. I'm gonna cut you off and then we're gonna go to the adverts. Oh, thanks for your call. <laughs> Talk Radio. Contact Talk Radio. Call 0344 499 1000. Text TALK and your message to 8722. Texts cost 25 pence plus your standard network rate. Or you can tweet us at Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: Across the UK, online
2: and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative, with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Brexit Free Zone tonight. Um, Thank you to everybody who came to see Catherine and I live in Bath. Sold out. Here's the thing, sold out show. Theatre holds about 130... But 15 people didn't turn up. 12 to 15 seems... Any other performers listening to this? 12 to 15 consistently is the number of people that seem to buy tickets but then don't come. And I think it's because we put the tickets on sale a fair bit in advance, although these ones weren't actually. So maybe they forget. I don't know... They're not
3: super pricey tickets, and I think sometimes people go, ah... Yeah, yeah. It's only
2: a tenner. What's the point? It's only those idiots. Yeah. Can't be bothered. We had a great night. Um, uh, If you watched it on Twitch, well done. Um, unfortunately, none of you subscribed or threw any money into the hat. Shame on you. It will go out as a podcast very, very soon. We do, we do these live shows and we record them and tend to put them out as two uh, podcasts. It's called The Rabbit Hole. If you go to iTunes or Acast or your usual podcast provider and um, type in The Rabbit Hole, Catherine Boyle, and Lee, something like that, it, it, it pops up. Um, and thank you to everybody. Uh, the audience joined us in a conga through the streets of uh, Bath after the show. We um, left the... Thi- or, as the end... Not after the show, sorry. At the, as the the finale for the show. Yeah. We put the conger on and we went for a conger through Bath.
3: And I would say about two-thirds joined us.
2: Yes. Oh, it was great. We had uh, nearly 100 people congering with us through the streets of Bath. It was amazing. I, I'm, I, but here's the thing, right? There was a
3: slightly hairy moment when we got to the fire door and couldn't work out whether it was locked or not.
2: There was a bit of a crush going on. <laughs> but, uh, I think there was a crush. But... Um, my, sh- my uh, calf muscles. Yeah. The next two days were killing me from doing the conga. What is that all it's about? It's a high
3: octane dance move. The it, conga. It
2: came from. I don't know why, but I was. Don't know why it popped in my head, but I, I said to Catherine, my, "My my people are South London, right? Yeah. Uh, that we're you know we're working class roots. I'm not working class, but it's my roots." And Catherine's uh, come working class people from Manchester. I said, "Is mm-hmm. the conga? Is that just a London?" Is that a London thing? It feels like a real Cockney thing. But no, it's it was Manchester as well.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, uh, us common people at parties, we like a good dance. I think it is. That, when you downloaded Black Lace Party Party Party... £8.99,
2: best £8.99 I've ever spent.
3: I realised that that's what Grandad used to put on yeah. for the whole night. So you get that, uh, so you get uh, Agadou, I yep. think it starts with um Wigwam Bams on there all the all the dance songs yeah
2: oh I'm gonna make and the,
3: and, the, and the locomotion i believe they do a little version of that
2: it was it's a great
3: party i might have to download it for my kids and pass it on
2: uh well i mean I do, 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 push although my hands up There we go all right oh da. listen to the bassline
3: Is it oblady oblada?
2: Well done, okay. Birdie song. Oh, okay.
3: Ooh. Uh, that's not the locomotion, is yes, it? Yes, it is, well done. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, this old okay, house. Obs. Wigwam Bam.
2: Okay, you got it, you I got it. I love that
3: song. I no. got Congo
4: Hey girl what you doing down there (laughs) dancing alone in the body swaying one
3: floor below me you don't even know me I
2: love you not three times well done
3: (laughs) superman Drumbeats to get as far back Hang as on. we could in a room. Catherine
2: got Superman from this. One, two, three, go!
1: Clap your hands!
3: Everywhere, everywhere and nowhere, nowhere, baby. <laughs>
2: right. Now this, I love the original of this.
3: Simple Simon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> ah! This is brilliant. One, two, three, oh. four. One, two, three, four. One, two,
2: three.
3: It's uh, do the bump.
2: Okay. Oh, I used to love this, the bump. I don't know what this one is. Except
3: if you do the bump as a child with an adult, you usually end up getting bumped get, into you a get, wall.
2: You get Boris Johnson, <laughs> don't you? Um, here we go. <laughs>
4: Oh, oh, oh,
3: oh. I remember when there was me and Sally Moving it around like they did back then Violin man Is it taking Sally up the alley something? Something. Been around so don't know It's when. called Fiddling, Fiddling. Fiddling. Oh, it's not know anyway. oh. oh. hey, hey, hey. Okay, uh Oh... Is that the version of. um... No. Is it? Yeah. Jive Bunny.
2: Well, no, it's Twist Again. Jive Bunny. <laughs> it's twist Again, here we go. And to end the album. It's
3: not Alice, is it? It's this one. I mean, by this time, we're all drunk on Baby Sham, especially the kids.
2: <laughs> I'm <laughs> Oh, so... yes! Some album. 8 99 <laughs> Eight, And then by the time
3: you get to the can, yeah. Hey, me.
2: The neighbors can hear. You know there are um You know there are party albums where there is party, background, yeah, background, background yeah. noise. Yeah. So, so if your party's really flat, you play it and it's these kind of songs, <laughs> like sing-along songs. But then there's like background noise of people drinking and laughing and cheering. Right. That's the kind of thing that in my dark day I would have been sat at home, snorting cocaine, listening to it and masturbating to. Oh, my God, really? That's how bleak things got. What, imagine in a room full of people having a party? Yes, Good evening, Steve. Hello. Hello, Steve. Hello there. Hello. Yes, Steve, what what would you like to say? Okay. um... Hello, Cass,
5: um... Uh, I'm Steve from the, sec- uh, the first row from Saturday Show. Oh! Hey. Oh! oh. Yeah. Steve, Steve, it. were, oh, we, were
2: right. we chatting earlier on on Twitch? Yes, yeah, right, Oh, yeah. Catherine! Oh, you're going down, yeah. Boily. This, yeah. guy, this guy was, was burning you on Twitch. He was burning yeah. you. Is that what they call it? Flaming
5: you. Yeah, Why I'm, was he flaming I, uh, me? I particularly like uh, Cuff pounding out that, uh, that song, that yeah. share song. So
2: I, I, I like watching Cuff yeah. pound it out, but now, Steve, okay, you've got, you've go. got questions, for go. i like, ask Catherine away you go. You're on your own. Good luck.
5: What I'd like to talk about is, uh, me, uh, meeting Bingo Starr back in 1982. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, because he right. started um, telling you this
3: story and then you got sidetracked. Were you not that's the right, fellow yeah. that thought that she faked?
5: Yeah, that's right. Um, faked it was one.
3: 1982.
5: Oh. I was working for a company at, uh, Quite a large company at the time. It was a major industrial heating engineering oh, yes. uh, company. Um, at the time, QE2 was owned by uh, uh, Express Newspapers. Express Newspapers owned Young, Austin and Young, a massive company.
2: Okay, getting okay. a real, so real started, uh, insight into the economic climate of 1983. Right great. It's great.
5: <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, um, because of my age and my particular skills at that time, I was oh, invited to work on the, the QE2 as it was sailing. Oh, hang on, hang on a minute. I've got a
2: song. Hang on a minute. I've got a song that goes with that. Hang on. There we go. Okay. Hang on. It's not
3: technically a sailing ship,
2: but. I'm waiting. Steve was sailing. (laughs) Steve was (laughs) sailing (laughs) with Ringo Starr in 1983. I was a piece <laughs> then. I'm sorry so was co- it co- by Barbara. It. They've been sober since '89. Away you go, Steve. The scene is set.
5: The scene is set. Okay, the scene is set. Thanks for that. Yeah. You're very welcome. Now, during a day on a Saturday, we were unloading all the fittings that arrived by cargo container onto yeah. the ship. Yeah. So we worked all through the day. A few contractors came on board and we had to work uh, alongside them. The foreman came up to me about six o'clock and said, Steve, will you and the other guys work babysitting some doctors during the whole night? Of course. We said, yeah. Is it cool. double time? Said, yeah, of course yeah, it is. It is. Oh, you know, those cool. double
2: time shifts. Love it. That's Check. right.
5: Saturday, it was... Uh, the QE2 didn't go anywhere; it just stayed in port, tied up. And it was a party true. on on board. Oh, you mean for all that nice? Which you know, famous people? Yeah. So there we were, probably on first deck or upper deck, in a little plant room, babysitting some ductus fitting some new
2: pumps. F- fitting? Hang on, fitting some new what? Did he say pumps? Some new pumps, and it uh, didn't you know, sound like words, pumps. Said pumps. I nearly went for the the dumb <laughs> button. Then I thought you said fitting okay. some new sea okay. words. What? That's <laughs> like what you so, sounded like. Fit, fitting some new. OK, all right, carry um, on. I, so I trust there you and I trust what? Amy. I, I trust, This is my team and I trust you. OK. Don't trust Steve. There we were.
5: Yes, sir. Just sat
2: there drinking
5: tea and with the door open to the plant room. It was about two o'clock uh, in the evening. Yeah. Suddenly, Vinko Starr and his business manager walked by. Oh. They noticed us in our white overalls. We said hello, you know, sort oh. of chat. And they were left opposite to uh, go into their, their suite. Yeah. But about, about ten minutes later, the business manager came up, opened the door to the plant room and said, Hey, lads, will you two give us your overalls? We've got a trick to play on some of the passengers.
2: Oh, this Whoa. is the greatest story. The so uh, greatest, greatest beetle story I've ever heard. This is great. Yeah, Mark yeah. Lewison doesn't yeah. know about this.
5: So we stripped off to our uh, boxer shorts because that's all we were wearing underneath. Whoa. And we handed them over. Hang on a minute. Are so you sure? Hang on a, a minute,
2: Steve. Hang on, Steve. <laughs> Are you yeah. sure they were boxers in 1983? I didn't think the boxer phenomenon had hit at that point. Well,
5: I think they were... Yeah, they must have been boxers, yeah. OK. That's all right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. OK, all right. Oh, no, they're, no,
2: they've been underpants. Yeah, you're Thank right, you yeah. very much yeah. indeed. I like accuracy in my stories, Steve. Thank you.
5: Thanks I know men's yep. underwear.
2: Huh?
4: What?
5: Mm? Oh, it's OK. Here we go. So <laughs> there we were. We stayed in that little plat room.
2: Just in your pants. Yeah. So Ringo didn't yeah. give what? you his clothes. What if your
3: boss had walked in, <laughs> you two just in your pants. Oh, no, what are you
2: lads up to? Nothing.
5: <laughs> 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 yeah. So anyway, about an hour and a half later, the businessman, uh, uh, Ringo, hands the uh, the boiler suits back over to us, and we get into a we just have you know a normal chat, normal you know blokey chat. So I said, uh, Ringo, why did you want our overalls? Yeah. He said, well, you know, I can't do a scarce accident. But he said, uh, yeah, we days. were playing a trick on the passengers above this deck. Yeah. Well, what sort of trick would you play on that? He said, well, he said, we were the, uh, we were in maintenance. Someone below, or above the, their uh, apartments, yeah. their, uh, a, dropped a ring down oh. the toilet. Yeah. So we knocked on every door on upper deck hoping that they'd open a the door and flush their toilets, waking them up. He said we had a bloody good laugh at it.
2: Ringo Star. Yeah. He's like, um, not dapper yeah. laughs. Um, what's that one where they, they shoved a fire engine up their bum and then went and got x-rayed?
3: Um, <laughs> what was that one? Casualty. No. I don't know that Remember one. Remember the
2: pranksters? They put like a toy... Jack, jackass. Jack, he's like, jackass. Oh, oh OK. I he's like, that was.
5: jackass. Oh, So anyway, getting back to my story. It's not over. Barbara Back comes out the yeah. camera, and he's in a cinematic camera.
2: Lino says, "All I, all this story needs is a, I didn't believe the letters in penthouse were real until <laughs> moment. <laughs> well, well, right, we, yeah. we might get it with Barbara Back. Here we go, one of the most beautiful. Yeah, women she's, she's gorgeous. She beautiful.
5: Yeah. yeah, she was in her prime back then. Yeah, she's lovely. Yeah, yeah, really lovely. Um, anyway, so she takes a photograph. With us arm in arm and all over the shoulders of uh, the business manager and Ringo Starr and everybody that was in attendance. That, Are you that dressed
2: evening. at this moment?
5: Yes, I did. Okay. yeah, I didn't the suit on. Okay. Yeah. So that was it. So, and have um, you
2: seen the well, photographs?
5: Well, funny you should say that, because I was only twenty-four at the time. Yeah. Knowing it and you know, one of the old doctors quickly grabbed the photograph as it was developed, and we never saw it again.
2: Oh, no! Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sick as a pig. Oh, that's a, lo- that's a... Well, it's a great story, but a lousy end to the story, and I'm afraid, Steve, it means I don't believe you. There's no evidence. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, Hey, that's incredible, because my dad met Ringo Starr. Well, I, I don't think that's... Too bad for my first time call, actually. That's a, uh, a great call. And hey, listen, any stories about the Beatles are very welcome, and that one is no super My dad met Ringo Starr around about that time, and he was a complete a-hole to him, Ringo to my dad, because he was a he was a massive he, that was eighty-three to eighty-nine was the depth. Oh, that right. was blackout wife beating well, era.
5: <laughs> you met me on Saturday. Um, Ringo Starr he's only a small fellow himself. He's only he's five foot six, I think. Time. But he fits into my overalls Pretty perfectly, because you were about the same size, I
2: think. Ringo stars taller than five foot six. Yeah, five foot six, yeah. No, I don't Didn't believe see. that. Catherine?
3: Well, when I met him, he look about the same height as me, as he was winking at me.
2: Well, uh, uh,
3: sorry? Mm, he did, he <laughs> winked at me.
2: How tall? I've met Ringo, he wasn't five foot six, tall is Ringo... Hey, five yeah. foot six and a half! Yeah. He's and, a wee lad! Actually, Barbara backs uh, about the same... Signs, I think. Hang on a minute. Yeah,
3: and, and like, what an story. amazing looking woman. How
2: tall yeah, is, she is Barbara yeah. she got amazing, amazing place. back? She is 72 years old. Is she really? Yeah, I don't know what her, her, her well, I do know her height, but I don't She's shorter than Ringo. They're only showing it in me in metres and I, refu- ah. I refuse to say it. That's why I voted Brexit. Steve, that was an excellent call and it was so nice to meet you at the, the weekend. You, Steve, you weren't the fellow that wanted to challenge Catherine's knowledge of, of the, the names of some of the people in the audience, were you? That was amazing. OK. I, I just I spoke to someone online who thought it was a, a stitch-up. and he, Thank you, Steve. That was a great call. No, didn't? it wasn't a stitch-up. That was actually real. If you missed it, Catherine remembered the names of every one, mm-hmm. all 130 members of the Carol. audience. Paul. Okay. Don't Steve. do it. Steve. Don't do it now. People aren't interested. Oh. Let's go to Sam.
4: Hey, i How are you doing?
2: Very well, Sam. What have you got for us?
4: A uh, long time listener of the podcast. First time listening live. And I just thought I'd give you a ring and say thank you, really. Um, I, haven't, I haven't got a
2: bell to ring, unfortunately. I would normally <coughs> be That's dinging it. my bell, but I've left it at oh, home today. That's That's okay. Um, it's been a really
4: difficult year. I've had my long time partner of five years break so up with from me, um, couple of deaths in the family. It's been a bit rubbish. Oh, mate. Um,
2: Sounds like you've got a shit phone uh, as well. So it's, uh,
4: Yeah, no, it's not ideal. It really, really it's is, but I'm stellar. sorry to hear that, man. Um, but no, it's OK. I have kind of sort of turned my life around because of you and a presenter from another radio station. Do you mind if I name up? Is it um, Simon Mayo? It's not. It's, it? a, it's a man who helped me discover you. Scott Mills? Last
2: year. Who, no, was that? Oh, who was that then?
4: Uh, it was James O'Brien on Unfiltered. Oh, there, you go. there um, you go. I was working in a shop when I discovered him and was a bit aimless with my life, honestly. Um, but discovered him, discovered you through him, have been listening all the way back through your LBC podcast oh, as well, mate. Um, which are all on Spotify. Um, I'm now going to university to study politics and I want to become a radio host. So, just wanted to thank you in a big way for kind of getting through
2: what's been a really bad time. Hang on a minute, this guy's the enemy. This guy, this is the most paranoid industry in the world, (laughs) Sam. Everybody, it it, it kind of is because everybody's like, "Hey, nice to meet you, new radio host." Oh, great, great, great. And you're thinking, as soon as they leave, he wants my job, Mm -hmm. she wants my job, and she's better than me. Um, Sam, listen, I'm sorry. It's been
4: brilliant, and I just wanted to thank you, really,
2: guys.
4: Cathy's a more sort of recent introduction, but I think the
2: both of you are just wonderful. Oh, thank Sam, you. Sam, listen, I'm sorry that you've had a tough time, and, and well done on turning it around on, what is what is it called, World Suicide Prevention Day, is that the, the full correct title? Uh, it's important to acknowledge, the, I think it's one bloke every two hours, I think, in this country, kills himself. I, I, I know that don't know what the figures are for women, I know it's it's less, but it's still too many. So I'm glad you turned it around, Sam. I, 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 I'm really uh, pleased to hear that, and thank you for your kind words, and, and, and James, you know, to be said, mentioned in the same breath as James O'Brien is, is an honour because he's one of the best. Let's go to Joe. Good evening, Joe. Good evening. Good evening, Joe. How are you? None of your business. What have you got for us? Uh, I've got a story. I don't believe you.
4: You should. I don't. <laughs> well, two years ago today, me and my friends went to a party and we ruined someone's birthday.
2: Well, that sounds like a thoroughly unpleasant, mean thing to do. It
4: is, but it was still a funny memory.
2: OK, well, yeah, I'm glad you had a good memory there, Joe. That's great. Thanks so much for sharing the fact that you've got one good memory. 0344 499 this is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. Here we go! Lindsay, who is singing there with Paul Revere and the Raiders. He keeps flirting with me about coming on the show and then, and then, and then goes, wild. Everybody tweet Mark Lindsay and get him on the show. Speak to him. Never had a hit in the UK but were huge in the States. Had their own TV show. They were massive, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Absolutely massive massive 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number late night alternative Ian Lee Catherine Boyle we don't talk about the b-word let's go to Peter good evening Peter
4: uh good evening Ian it's brilliant to finally be on the show I'm a big fan
2: hello (sighs) how long you been listening for uh oh about six months okay what's your who's your favorite regular caller
4: Oh, that's got to be Darren.
2: Who's Darren? You know, Darren. Yeah, you've got to try harder. You, you, This is the third call we've had from, from you lads tonight. You have to try harder. Why don't you phone up LBC and get on there? That's a challenge. This show, that we accept anybody. Why don't you phone up them? What's the number? Uh, let me find you the number. Hang on. I'm, I'm more than happy to point you in the direction of LBC uh, right. We'll do a big Rocky for it. Do a bit. Go to... Phone up LBC. Come on, guys. Because everyone gets on this show. There's no challenge. And I spot you straight away. Right. The host is a guy called Ian Payne. And the phone number is... I should know the phone. How do we uh, <laughs> contact? Hang on. Um, Where's the phone number for LBC? Why can't I find it? Uh, LBC phone number uh, is... Uh, You got a pen and paper? Yeah, yeah, don't worry. I'm not worried. 0345 60 60 973 Read that back to me. I knew you weren't even writing it down. I know you weren't even writing it down. You are making the same noises that I make when I pretend I'm writing down a number. I can't help oh. you any more than that, buddy. I've given you a radio station. I've given you their phone number. I was even going to listen to it for a little bit and work out which part of Brexit they were talking about and give you the question. You would then tell the person who answers the phone so that you're almost guaranteed to get on the air. But if you, if you don't want help, I can't help you, man. Oh, Thanks okay. for your calls. 0344 499 1000. I was going to help them, Catherine. There's no help in them. There's no help in those guys. No help, that's the third call from them. And they've all been pony. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's get another pony at one out of the way. Let's go to Mo. Good evening, Mo. How are you, Ian? I'm very, very well, Mo. What can I do for you this evening, apart from punching you in the nose? <laughs>
4: Ian, listen, Mo. you're there, there you prank calls. So please, can you prank call LBC? No. begging you.
2: No, I don't do prank calls.
3: Also, he's you not your... Also, Mo, 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 hello, Mo, Mo. Also, Mo, he's not hello. your He's not your monkey boy. You do it.
4: No, but I'm not as funny as he in the Ian. You're prank certainly balls. not. You're, when... you're right there. Mo... I remember when he pranked called
2: Barclay. Bar- Bar- Barclays. Barclays? No, I didn't prank call Barclays. That was... A... That was when I got a scam text from someone pretending to be Barclays. I didn't prank... You totally misunderstood what that was. I wasn't prank calling Barclays. You know I was phoning I mean? up some scammers.
4: You know what, I mean, what? Yeah, but like, that was a really funny prank call. That's what it I It mean. wasn't a, was prank a prank
2: call. I was phoning up some scammers that were trying to get my bank details and I called them out. But
4: well, you were making really funny, like. You don't
2: know what a prank call is. You're calling up, asking me to do a prank call, and you don't know what it is. You prank called Talk Sport, I remember you prank called Talk Sport. Well done, I prank called Talk Sport,
4: correct, yes. Okay, so why don't you repeat it? I never repeat myself, prank
2: myself. Prank never repeat myself, mate.
4: Never repeat myself. make a prank call, please,
2: please don't. Just please make a prank call, I'm begging you. Oh,
4: don't beg, really it's to you. It.
2: Uh, Mo, I am never going to do a prank call as long as I live. Thank you very much indeed. Dear God, what is wrong with that guy? Let's go to Alistair, good evening Alistair.
1: Evening, Kath. Evening, in. Evening, Alistair. He's got a little what swagger a about him this evening. What a great show on Saturday! Thank you so much, guys.
2: Uh, Alistair was the star turn at Saturday <laughs> Saturday Night Show in Bear. You were the star turn, and Kath was the star turn. I I well, oh, star. you saved that just at the last minute. You just <laughs> at the last minute there, buddy. Um, <laughs> uh, it was a good old <laughs> night. Thank you for coming, man.
1: Oh, it it, it was wonderful and um it, it proved to be everything I would hoped. Um and um uh yeah, I mean it was just marvelous. And uh, well, uh, I know that you um said to me quizzically, "Oh, stalker." travelling four hours of train but I'm travelling to Brighton now oh. in November
2: oh. oh he's coming to November know Brighton in November brilliant we're playing in Brighton November uh, November the 14th off the top of my head ianlee.com slash event it's Ninth. almost sold out 9th of November 9th of November that sounds more like it thank you you know better than us alright nice man Well, we, we need to top the Conga. I'm not quite sure how we're going to beat the Conga. Although
3: the Brighton crowd are generally up for a party, aren't yeah. they?
2: Yeah. Really.
3: Yeah. Yes, you think you had it in Bath? You haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> right. You wait.
1: But um, anyway, I just um, after the show, I had a couple of things happen. Um, <clears throat> first of all, I went back to uh, Medigwa, which. Because of the train ticket and everything else, I, I booked uh, a dorm bed oh. in, in a hostel. Yeah. Backpackers for 18 quid. Beautiful. Which I thought, you know, um, <clears throat> two problems. I got there earlier in the day because I'd got a ridiculously early train. and yes. uh, I bagged one of the beds. I uh, put my stuff on it.
2: Ay, ay, ay,
1: ay, ay When yes. I got back there, Someone it had was like... Goldilocks and the three beds. Oh. Someone had put their stuff on top of mine.
2: No, 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 no. Well, if your stuff is underneath, then legally, that's your bed.
1: Indeed. So, I was thinking, and you know, like... Um, I mean, the, for goodness sake, at the moment, that the alcohol's gone, I'm sober. No. I've done. just got my full month chip. Congratulations. But, I'm starting to worry now, because I can't go to sleep, because if this guy turns up and... In my fall, I was a scene in, in a room full of guys. So, anyway, in the end, I thought, no, I'll just try and get some sleep and yes. I'm sure he'll be okay. And he was. But then, yeah. um, unfortunately, well, you've seen my size now, Ian, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. And I snore. Oh, he's
2: a snorer. So, every two minutes, <laughs> you're <were> getting woken <laughs> up. Give me a bed. You snore Tough tough luck, everyone. It's a dorm. You're sharing it with people. Some people are going to snore. You're paying 18 quid a night. What do you expect? Deal with it.
1: (laughs) So in the end, I think, well, rather than get away from I go there's just like a common room in the basement of this place. Yeah, and smoke a joint or something. Yeah, so I go down there and I just sleep on a sofa down there.
4: Oh. So
1: when I get down there, there's this kid wide awake with headphones on. Yeah. Uh... With a computer, I think he was trying to hack somewhere. Oh, but anyway, Pentagon. I went to sleep. Then, anyway, the next day I got the train signalling failure just outside Bristol. Yeah. So it meant that a load of people had to sort of rush to get to another train, including me. And I just let them go ahead because I thought, well, I'm probably going to get out on that one because was like feeding the 5,000. So. I'll just but I did get, get on it. And then, um, because I, I suffered from epilepsy as well. Yeah. Uh, because I was like in this enclosed space and it was a bit hot and I was a bit flustered and I'd been running and not this, that, and the other. I had a little bit of an aura in my head. You know, when you, you feel like you might get a, a little fit going yeah, or a little dirt. Yeah.
2: I, know, I, I know the aura from the migraines, yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, so I thought, well, look. I 'm going to dive into first class here yeah because there is feet in there and I thought well I'll face the consequences I'll pay for an upgrade whatever yeah. and so I sit down in first class there's about about four or five people in, and the uh, eventually after a while the the train manager comes huh? uh, this lady uh, and and comes into first class and she's talked about the woes she's just had trying to deal with all these people come including two disabled people in wheelchairs. Aye, aye, aye. Now, what was the name of the lady that rang about problems in... Was it Anglian trains or something? One oh, Holly.
2: It. Oh, it was Holly. I can't remember what trains it was, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and basically, she started in the first-class compartment yeah. in front of the passengers... She starts having a conversation with the guy that serves the coffee and the and the the sandwiches. Yeah, I thought, well, that's a bit unprofessional. About how annoying Uh, the
2: disabled were. uh,
1: No, the well, she 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 starts to say what happened. Yeah. So the first disabled guy, um, he's outside trying to requesting help getting on the train. Yes. She said, "Well, I can't help you because I'm trying to help this other woman who is okay, disabled." You
2: can only help one disabled person at a time. Those are the rules yeah, of the train,
1: which is fair enough. It's the law of the train,
2: it's like and, the
1: country uh, code. Basically, so she gets on the train, um, and then she goes back to this other guy, and it, she tells him, "Look, get I'm lost. sorry, get lost. We don't want I can't help here. you." Apparently, he then swears at her. Yep. and then he just le- She just leaves him at that point.
2: Could they not tie like a rope or something around the wheelchair and put him behind? I don't know, I don't know if that's anyway. possible. I don't. I don't know if that's possible. It's just an idea.
1: <laughs> she told this guy, "Look, you know, I don't mind helping him, but if he's going to swear at me, I'm not." Um, but this is in front of all the passengers in first class.
2: Outrageous.
1: And I'm thinking, well, go go into your room and talk to him about your woes. Your, you, your room. Uh, but then yeah. she said, "Oh, and that Doesn't woman mean, that I did."
2: Living get this on train, the train in
1: real life. Apparently, yes. we've got to phone ahead and, and get the advance party
2: sorted. Ooh, the welcome committee.
1: The advance party to, to yes. help her get off the train. Yes. And uh, she says, well, it would be a shame, wouldn't it, if she has to remain on the train forever? They are going to keep that, her... Forever? That wouldn't do, would it?
2: Forever? They're going to keep her on the... And I'm hoping you went up to her and said, look, no. I, don't have, I don't have a first-class ticket, but unless you let me stay in here... I'm going to phone up um, a, a cult late night phony show that no one listens to, and I'm going to, I'm going to expose you for the scumbags that you are. I bet
1: mean, that's what the most shameful thing is. I didn't say anything, but I was really upset about what. It's you said. a horrible
2: thing, Alistair, and thank you for highlighting it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Excuse me.
5: can't take your call right now
4: just leave your message
5: after the tone and when you're done press hash or just hang up
3: hello sir my name is DCI mel spence i'm calling you from the met police theft and embezzlement unit we have reason to believe you may have something to declare to us if you'd give us a call as soon as possible we have uh, matters to talk about probably in your favor if you contact us first all right
2: thanks very much We have matters to talk about in your favour. That's not a talk. It's not.
1: The Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee. (laughs) There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes.
2: Uh, We don't do Brexit on this show. We do everything else, but we don't do that. We're allowed three hours break a day from that tedium, aren't we? 0344 499 1000. You speak to Amy. She takes your name and number and gives you a call straight back. Let's go to Mo. Good evening, Mo. Hi, you just called me now. Sorry? You just called me right now. Well, if you just called in, Amy would have just called you, yes. Sorry? You, well, you, yeah, you called me before. No, you just called it's in. Just you just called in, and Amy just called you back. That's how it works, Mo. You know that you've been on once already. We don't normally allow double bubble. What is it?
4: You prank called me, didn't you? Now?
2: When? Just right now. No, I didn't, mate. I'm doing a radio show. No, okay. okay thank you. Bye. Sorry. Bye. 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 What was that about? That was weird. We'll do it again in five minutes. Let's go to Greg. Good evening, Greg. Hello, Ian. Hey. And you, Catherine. Under Hello. the moon of love, oh, I want to tell them. you that I love you and they I want, want you to be my girl. Let's walk, let's walk, let's talk. Under, Under the, moon moon love, the moon of love, love. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Ooh, the moon of love. Oh, do you know what? Do you know what? Hang in a minute, hang in a minute, hang in a minute. Let's, ju- let's, just, let's just, let's just, everyone calm down. Let's everybody calm. Everybody, just everybody, just calm down, baby. Calm the hell down. Let's just get straight into it. Here we go. It's time for the waddy Waddy Correspondent Update with Greg. That's Greg.
5: This week... Shawadi Wadi will be mainly playing at St George's Hall, Bradford.
2: That was the Shawadi Wadi update with Shawadi Wadi correspondent, Greg. Shawadi Wadi correspondent, Greg. Nice one, Greg. You're getting into it. I am, yeah. So it's all this practice. Yeah, you're enjoying it, which is which is great. And you've won one of these. You move up to level two. So have you got anything else for us, please, Gregory? Not really. Thanks very much for your call. It's a simple. Oh, was there something? Oh, I could quickly say something. Go on then. Uh, A few
5: people on Twitter and Facebook always say they want to phone in but they're a bit nervous. I'm exactly the same.
2: But Greg, here's the difference. They're pussies, you are not.
5: (laughs) Well, my hands shaking and I'm trembling and I'm full of nerves. So if I can do it, they can do
2: it. It's excellent advice. It's a weird thing to do. I know a lot of callers get nervous but they do it and Greg does an excellent job and he's a really good sport. But, um... Yeah, call in. Call in, particularly now, as we've got um, no calls. 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number. Hello? Hello,
3: uh, this is DCI Mel Spence. I left a message on your answer phone just a few mo- moments ago. I'm glad I tried you again. I'm glad I caught you.
4: Yeah, I caught
3: What? I'm calling from the uh, Met Police Theft and Embezzlement Unit. I believe you may have something to declare to me. Declare what? the theft of a vibe? Sorry? Did you steal a vibe recently?
4: This is
1: Catherine Boyle.
2: In your face, Mom! we're the masters of pranks and you can never, ever, ever beat us. This is Talk Radio.
1: The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. They could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio...